Hey, I'm Rich. And I'm Ruben. And this is Clarity, where we explore the ideas and experiences that shape how we think and live. And we're back. Again. Again? Yeah, we're back again, again, again. We we're, we're keep coming back to Clarity. I don't know. But I'm excited uh, to be back. And Rich, I'm excited to see you in your nice uh, office studio in a different location. Yes, sir. Um, so when we last recorded, I was listening to our last episode. Um, just as I was getting things situated and, you know, I'm, I've become an early bird waking up at 5 a.m. Yeah. I also live an hour ahead of you. Yeah. And um, I, I don't, I'm not trying to look, to listen to myself. Uh, it's for me, it's a little, I don't know, but yeah, keep going. So anyway, um, I'm, I'm not going to engage that because we'll get in a deeper tangent, <laughs> but, um, so anyway, as I was doing that and getting that set up. I was thinking about how much has changed um, in February. Um, did you know about your new, I think you knew about your next position, right? Uh, there were uh, initial conversations. Yes. Uh, since November actually, but um, now we are in Texas, Keene, Texas uh, to be more specific. I'm not going to tell you my address, but it's Keene, Texas and Keene is a little small. So if you walk a couple of like uh, blocks, you may actually find my home at some point. Yep. So Ruben no longer lives in Charlotte, North Carolina. He's no longer serving the Carolina conference. He's now serving the Keene Seventh-day Adventist church and mm -hmm. the Texas conference. Um, about 45 minutes South of the Dallas Fort Worth area. Is that right? The Metroplex, that's what Metroplex. I call it. Metroplex, okay. Yeah, I um, learned. I just learned that word. I learned that word. Just wanted to put it out there. Uh, and Rich, you're no longer in uh, Florence and Lumber River, right? Now no you are located in Arden, North Carolina, in the Arden Seventh-day Adventist Church. Yes. You are the associate pastor there. And I'm really, really happy for you, man. That's a beautiful area. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's uh, this area is kind of the dream um, when we first got picked up by Carolinas, this is the type of, I, I told my the Haskell, the ministerial director, the pastor's pastor, I said, you know, the spirit, um, <laughs> my, the spirit in me will go wherever I'm sent. The flesh in me wants to be sent to Asheville. <laughs> hey, we're going to address that. Yeah, uh, we are. We're going to address that. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it's like the flesh wants to be in Asheville. Okay. Especially the mountains. And, um, you know, God saw fit for me to live in abundance here and for it to be his will. So I'm glad for that. And I'm also grateful Ooh. for all the relationships, friendships, and, um, growth we had not in Nashville out East. Um, but we're very grateful to be here. We miss the people out East, but, um, incredible people here as well. And, and I miss um, you too, man. But now thanks. that you have better internet, we are able to play Splatoon together. Yes. We're able to uh, have a, a decent recording where I'm not, uh, I see you clearly right mm -hmm. now. I see you clearly. As a bell. And, and, and it's interesting because here as well, we have fiber internet and in the middle of uh, Texas that it's a little rural Texas, but because of the university, I think we have fiber and that's amazing as well. Um, so we're both, we're both living in areas with deep um, Adventist institutional ties as well. Ruben lives, is serving the campus church of South Southwestern Adventist University. And mm -hmm. I'm, I'm um, in the South Asheville area, a stone's throw away from Fletcher Academy, from Captain Gilmer Christian School, which is their elementary school where my wife is working, from the um, 
the hospital system formerly known as Park Ridge, now called Advent Health Hendersonville, from a large uh, retirement community, Fletcher Park Inn. Um, you know, there's several churches here. I think within a 15, 20 minute area, you have well over a thousand Seventh-day Adventist members, you know? Um, yeah. It's just in several churches. So, you know, it's a definitely a different setup. Um, and yeah, I've, I'm built, I'm going from multi managing that multi-church district to managing a summer camp, a <laughs> day camp mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in the summer and uh, youth groups and ministering to that school and playing three hours of PE every week as part of my ministry. Look, that's, that's your workout, man. Um, okay. Dude, like, let's go. I've, I've gotten hurt or been hurt before. Uh, each of the days. So it's like before it's like, Oh, on Thursdays I'm exercise. Now it's like, no Thursdays I don't exercise. That's my physical recovery day from <laughs> all yes. the madness, but I love playing. I love doing it. It's a great team out there. Um, yeah. A different setup, a different situation for sure. Um, yeah. And, uh, that transitions. Yeah, that means a transition, and that's why we were not able to record. Like we were uh, moving to different locations, and then setting up, and then actually I'll be moving soon uh, uh, because we're moving to our home. Uh, we were just uh, temporarily renting a place, but now uh, our home will be done by the end of September, uh, early go. October. Yes, congratulations! So there's another moving. Uh, on the on the works i guess on the schedule but you guys thank you for uh being patient i don't yes. know if you were patient enough or not but we are here and ready and reloaded and also uh willing to share with you like what has been going on during this past a few months and and what can we uh humbly in a humbly way uh put it bring to the table and and have some meaningful conversations as we have our our podcast our, uh we are really devoted in talking about uh, issues and and topics that will enrich enrich uh, our lives and we also be able to just challenge some some previous thoughts you know and and we were just kind of brainstorming with rich like what are we going to talk today like i don't know if people want to listen to our, our lives too much and i think we went too long uh before introducing the topic but uh the topic of to Nah, it's not. You don't don't apologize. Don't apologize. People need to know things. You know, people need to know that you are getting better at Splatoon. Okay, and I have I my and I have my Splatoon shirt. Yeah, here too. I noticed you're wearing your Splatoon shirt, and I was like, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm um, you know, I used to think I was good at Mario Kart, then I started playing with you. Um, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> but it's, you it's you okay. beat me at Mario Kart 64. Mario Kart 64, you beat me. So hands that's down. It. But um, you know, I'll I'll be probably probably be playing that with my my nephew and my brother in law today. So, I will look right. good once again. Get good. Um, yeah. Feel All free right. to, if you want to get active with us on Twitter. Feel free to comment. Um, your favorite Mario Kart racer, your favorite character to race Mario Kart with, and your preferred game. I am interested yeah. to know. I know Ruben is too. Yeah, I I somehow uh like playing with daisy and cassie also like makes fun of me uh she plays usually joshi but um i play daisy because somehow i i, I played her in uh mario kart wii and then i kept going but uh topic of today what is, is what is the green dinosaur's name 
uh, Yoshi. Sorry, I was messing with you there. You gave, him a, you gave him a J. Oh, oh, Joe, Joshi. What is it? Yeah. And I was like, huh. I'm, I'm actually speaking in the Japanese way of speaking. So his, that's his how name you might actually it. be Joshi. You know what I mean? So yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I actually speak in Japanese, man. Just get it. I'm getting it right. The original, the source, you know? Just getting it. Power to you for that. I probably mispronounce it. But uh, here we go. Uh, topic of today is. Here we go. Uh, oh, I, I see what you did there. Yeah. Um, our topic of today is an introduction to our idea of abundance of life. And our experience of salvation. So a simple question to ask is, are you saved? You know? So really, like, are you saved? Yes. I am saved. And I, in the past, I'm going to share a little of my experience. In the past, I used to think that answering that question was uh, a big, like, deep dive into my actions of the last hour or week. And then based on that... I will say I'm saved, yes or no, or maybe I'm a little saved, or maybe I'm a little I'm a little sinner, I'm a little saint at the same time, and and then uh, I will just kind of like feel guilty for the things that I did, and then my response will be, uh, yes, I think maybe. Uh, so you know, you see, you see what's going on there. What what was your interaction with this question? Has it ever been asked to you at some point in the past? Yes. Um- I think consistently when asked, you know, am I saved? I would say no, maybe, or I hope so. And mm. I think I hope so was my go-to for a long time. That mm. being saved was a future reality to be determined by God and that I could be hopeful or optimistic at best. This is how I viewed things. I definitely did view things whether it was, and I've communicated this on the podcast before, whether it was anyone else's fault or not, the way I internalized things was that if I sinned, I would be walking out of the umbrella of God's salvation and mm. um, that I needed mm. to confess. And then upon confession of that sin, I then went back under it. And wow. that if I were to pass away before I confessed that sin, I would not be saved. Wow. And, and, and the big point of this experience for me, at least, I don't know if you're resting it is I want to go to heaven because going to heaven, it's a big deal in the future yes. that, uh, if I do the right things at the right time and at the end of my life, um, I will be able to, I will be able to enjoy heaven in that future in an eternity. But right now, so far, I need to work my way up there and I need to keep the path that it's been set for me, the path of uh, like uh, the God's will, which we're going to talk about in some future. And, and if we derail from that path, if we, if I make a mistake, I'm, I'm, it's, it's costing me time. It's costing me, I'm, I'm, I'm like rerouting and, 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 and it's taking longer for me to actually go and, uh, and, and make it right. You know, and, and that was causing a lot of anxiety. I don't know. I want to ask you guys that are listening, are you saved? Mm. And think about it. Think about what is your first uh, thought that comes to your mind. Like, for, uh, because um, depending on your answer, like I, we're sharing our experiences in the past. Now I can definitely say when someone asks me, are you saved? I don't need to think twice. I have the assurance that I am. But 
we're going to explain to you how we come and, and we go through this journey. And, and it's going to take many episodes. And it's related also with our experience of abundance and also the reality of freedom from sin. Freedom from sin. And this is a deep topic that will take more than the minutes that we have in this episode. That's why we're going to keep talking about this. This is just an initial approach of our previous experiences and how they shifted, how we found these moments of clarity in uh, the reality and the assurance that salvation is there. I'm, I'm, I'm claiming it and I'm living in this abundance. I'm not living in and scarcity of of trying to oh god like uh, let me do this right and then i'll be saved that is scarcity and and you before uh we have uh, uh this conversation and recording the podcast rich you, you mentioned uh john uh chapter 10 verse 10 that says the thief comes only to steal kill and destroy that's like the, the purpose of the enemy trying to to make us feel not in in abundance uh, destroy our our, our assurance. But here Jesus says, I came that they may have life. Okay, we're alive. We know that. But this is not where the verse ends. The verse ends by saying this big statement. You may have life and have it abundantly. How does that look like? Right. So what is abundance? Is abundance here, is he referring to being able to have a private jet, being able to have a nice M50 camera and two monitors <laughs> and beautiful hardwood desk and, um, you know, being in Asheville. Is is that what he means? You know, is he, is he referring to being able to have a cushy, um, uh, and obviously, you know, <laughs> um, ministry jobs, it's hard to have a cushy one because there's always demands, but that's not why we do them. Getting back to it, What's he saying? Is he saying that so we can have the biggest mega church um, because we deserve it because we've done well? What does the abundance he's referring to? What does it mean? What is he offering? What is he promising? Um, and it's clear he's offering something much more, mm. something mm. much beyond, so that those things can be included as a side effect. But um, you've asked me. So in order to understand what we're having abundantly, we have to understand what the life he's offering is. Yes. yes so what's yes. the life he is offering? And we'll talk more about what the death is, but what is the life? So let me ask you, um, we can understand abundance when we understand the life he's offering. I like that. I like that. I mean, you're, we're, we're slowly backtracking, you know, our, our steps. And uh, I guess the answer is, uh, what is the purpose of, of, of God doing, giving this abundant life? Well, he wants to be one with us. And we're going to explain that in, in more detail in the future. But he is providing freedom to our lives. You know, in Galatians 5.1, uh, it says that it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. You know, it kind of sounds like a circular argument, but, but it's a, such a big statement, uh, in, in the contrast of a reality of how we feel that we are enslaved to our passions, to our struggles that we all have, by the way, just it's a, a PSA, public service announcement. We all have struggles. We all have hurt. We all have difficult moments. Like, do not get deceived. Sometimes, even, even now, I, I feel 
sometimes even tempted to feel that X person in my Instagram has his or her life figured out, you know? And even us, like we are daring to talk about freedom and assurance and abundance. Um, let me tell you, this is a day by day and moment by moment declaration of who you are, who your identity is. But in, in, in Galatians 5.1, it says, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourself be burned again by a yoke of slavery. So there is a reality of freedom and there is a reality of slavery. There is a reality of uh, are you saved or are you lost? There's a reality of um, uh, abundance and scarcity. You know, there's two different modes to live your life, your experience. There's a, a way of uh, reacting to the circumstances and there's a way of embracing them. Or there's a way of, of, of feeling guilty for the things you're doing or, or there's a way of feel assured and reassured that it's not your performance that um, brings your, your value. Your value comes from you are a son, you are a daughter of God, you know? So in the, in the paradigm we discussed where let's suppose I have sinned, you know, I have done a wrong thing. God seems to be more concerned with setting me free from bondage. Yes. And so if he's setting me free from bondage, he wants me to be free. So if I simply focus on the, have I done a sin? Will I be eventually um, in heaven or hell, that, that's not the, the greater scope. That's not the full scope of salvation God's looking for. God's looking to reunite us together for us to be one. And mm. that one, that oneness is freedom. That instead of being in bondage to sin, I am free with him. And that this freedom with him is abundant, is life. And he wants to be able to have that abundantly. That within this freedom, I can experience this reality on a spectrum. I can experience it, you know, from slightly to big to, yikes, I was about to say bigly. That's not a word. <laughs> it's not a word. Um, let's not make it one. Um, it'd be a very ugly one. So, um, bigly ugly. I, I would say, I say, uh, I say uh, words, uh, words, mispronouncing them. So, keep going. So we can live abundantly. So the, the abundant life is a life of freedom, of life of doing, of no longer being forced by habit, by, um, by addiction, um, mm. Mm. to live in a way that isn't... Your, your past. Li yeah, that isn't life bringing, that isn't joy bringing. There is, you see, God's way is a way that we've covered this before in the wrath episode that um, God's way, I think we call it judge me, right? Um, mm -hmm. Clear truth episode that God's way is the way that it's his way because it's, he, he does it because it leads to life and not death. Mm -hmm. And to be able to live that way is the best way. So an approach I've been having in my life now is when I consider what I'm doing and how I'm doing it and why I'm doing it. I'm no longer thinking, is that going to move? Is that going to make me no longer saved? I'm thinking what's best and what's abundant mm. living. And mm. I go to a restaurant and I can drink raspberry lemonade. I can drink Sprite. I can drink water with no ice. And I choose water with no ice because I'm choosing 
my life's going to be more abundant in this moment if I'm better hydrated. Other times I might say, well, it's going to be more abundant abundant for me if I simply enjoy the fact that I can drink some Welch's Concord grape juice um, and enjoy that little bit of sugar rush, knowing that I'm not um, lost to God and he's not done with me if I enjoy a little bit of the life he's given me. You know what I'm saying? So it's like with this approach to life, you take it in with your actions and your behavior. It's you're no longer having to, you're getting to do everything you do. All of your mm-hmm. good deeds are a get to and not a have to. You're free from this way of looking where you're trying to find life yeah. for yourself because Jesus has provided it for you. Jesus has set us free so that we now being free can be free for freedom's sake because we like to, because we get to. And so abundant living in freedom is not getting to do whatever nasty, harmful behaviors we want to because we're already provided for, but getting to live correctly (laughs) because we, for the correct reason, because we get to, because we want to. And so when we ask, you know, are you saved? Really what we're asking is, you know, are you living free? Are Mm -hmm. you, do you know you're free and are you living like you're free? Are you living Mm -hmm. that abundant life? Because in, in doing so and being free, you are saved from bondage today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and of course you'll be with him for forever when he comes back. So salvation is a today thing. It's not just, uh, salvation is one aspect of the metaphor, but being free is the other important, beautiful aspect that is good for us to be thinking about. So when Ruben and I say, talk about freedom and talk about abundance, we're not talking about just getting to do whatever it is we want to do. And you can't tell me otherwise because I'm free. No, it's we're living this more abundant, the life God has intended for us because we get to and because it's beautiful and because he loves us and because we know that we're safe in him. Um, that as we follow him and trust in him, mm. he's saved us. And we can choose to leave that and that can be evident in our actions. Um, if we've accepted freedom, we won't always be free. We can be back in bondage as we like, but it's no longer a, a statement, not, a reality. It's a, it's a reality to accept. Yes. It's mm-hmm. a reality to accept and it's a reality that happens. Now it's up to us what kind of experience we want to have with the reality that has been offered to us. And what I like, Rich, that you mentioned is that it is, the, the the freedom on itself it's a it's a moment of uh, of a get to and and that also shows us like the 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 example that you mentioned is really specific I guess in our denomination how we can use uh, religion into a mechanism or a system of of guilt uh, pressuring in order to do the right thing. And on the other extreme is how our past and how our traumas and and how our addictions, how our different uh, different things that we've carried through the years can also be uh, a bondage too. Like bondage, we can be in bondage of either like our past that we feel that uh, 
that we cannot shake off this addiction or this thing that happened to us. And also, like in the religion side, like we cannot shake off the reality that God is going to punish me if I don't eat correctly or or drink correctly, and He's not going to be pleased in me because of the things that I've been I've been doing or not doing, and I need to do more. And it it becomes a performance based thing in the in the religious side religiosity and and it comes uh, uh really guilt uh and and in an impossible hopelessness in the in the side of like your traumas and and those two can be like really uh big pitfalls that that the enemy uses to really hone in the false idea that we are not enough that we cannot achieve this and and it's true i mean in in reality in, t- in a technical level we cannot achieve it and and the beauty of it is that it's never been about if whether we can or not achieve it it's been given to us as a gift and a reality and that's why it says it is for freedom that christ has set you free you that are listening and the, the the point the end game of your life as a christian is not to go to heaven you know Going to heaven is going to be wonderful. I hope to see you all there, Clarity, all of you, uh, Clarity listeners, or I hope to, to, to have this experience there with you. Um, but our purpose, and, and, and this is, has been really affected by, by, by Christianity, I guess, traditionally, like we go to heaven or we go to hell, and that's the end of our lives. H- how about in our present? What about our present? What, what is the experience before we go to heaven? Like, how does that look like, you know? And in that moment, uh, Rich, I think that um, we need to understand that going to heaven is not a price or going to hell is not a punishment, you know? We are just thinking about these reward systems. Like, okay, if you're doing the, the right thing, you go to heaven and the wrong thing, you go to hell. It's not price and punishment. It's a reality of who you are, your identity. If you're one with God, when, when Jesus comes, of course, you're going to keep being one with him in, in heaven. But our goal, my goal, is not to go to heaven. That's not my goal anymore. That's going to be my reality when mm-hmm. the, the historic moment happens, uh, the, the, the event happens. That's going to be my reality if it, when I get this identity uh, and my goal in life and, and, and my experience, something that you said, I get to to have is oneness with my father. When mm-hmm. when Paul says, I am crucified with Christ and no longer it is I who live, but it is Christ who lives in me. Mm-hmm. That oneness, my friends, that oneness, it's a reality. It, it doesn't say it will happen in the future. It's like, no, I am crucified. I have been crucified with Christ. And that oneness experience it's not like a punishment or reward. Paul is not saying if you do the right thing, then you are crucified with Christ. No, it's the declaration. It's the declaration of faith. And that on itself, it's freedom. Mm. It's freedom. You don't have to perform. You don't have to worry to go to heaven. That will happen by faith. But heaven is not my end goal. I say that to a friend of uh, of my spouse and and this person was like, uh, why are you saying like you don't want to go to heaven? Do you think heaven is not real? I think I think it's real. I think it's gonna happen. Amen. But but my goal is not to go there and, and just have a life of of scarcity here. No, abundant life of freedom with the assurance that I know who I am because I know who created me. You know. 
that'll be my moment of clarity. I, my moment of clarity is I am here in this world and I am not to have a, I'm not here to have a life of slavery and my reality is that I'm free and for freedom Christ sent me free. Therefore, my life is not a performance. My life is just an experience of oneness with my father. We're going to expand more on this, but my guilt and my father is already placed in me. So my guilt has no place. Uh, my feelings of, of, uh, of, of the, the issues or, or the struggles that I've had um, don't define my reality and my identity. And, and we're going to talk about more like what is sin, what is, uh, uh, how does that affect us or not even in this reality and how do I feel that I'm not uh, saved uh, and how do I do things that quote unquote safe people don't do. Um, but we're going to talk more about this, but this is just an introduction of this concept of freedom, abundance of salvation. And for me, the reality is my life is not a performance. My life is an experience of oneness with my father. Amen. Amen. And uh, for me, the moment of clarity expressed for me is that Jesus, that uh, he's come for me to have abundant life and that it's, he's changing my heart and changing how I see him and that this is freedom and that the freedom he works within my heart from that bondage, from those old ways is the thing to focus, is the thing to emphasize, and is the thing to work through. My actions reveal what's in my heart and that he's working on me, on my mind, on who I am, and setting me free today and every day. And that as I look through, look how freely I identify myself as his son and how I view others in that way, that this really is who I am, what I'm like, and really is in essence my salvation. So that's the moment of clarity. I've been having as I've been looking through and looking at what I do and why I do it for my our worship time as a couple, for my worship time with Jesus myself, with my prayer time myself, of what I'm reading, where I've gone on a journey where before I didn't do anything with video games or movies or anything like that. And then as I brought these things in, I'm realizing that there are times when I can have an imbalance and not be not have enough of that abundant good reading in as well. So that's something I've been adding in, not because I have to, but because I get to, because I want to. And it's been bringing me life and, and joy. And so I'd say, my friends, my brothers and sisters, as you are working on this journey now and today, um, I'm going to ask you, you know, what's abundant for you? What's the abundance that God is calling you towards? Mm. May you find your abundance in him and may his spirit show you what abundance and what freedom in him is. Is it getting rid of that never rule and making it a sometimes? Is it taking the, those good things and putting more of them in your life? What is abundance for you? Beautiful. May, may you do what you do for reasons of freedom and not reasons of bondage. Thank you, Rich. Thank you for that uh, final remarks. And and I like how you also have that that part of make you, you know. Um, Slip my benediction invitation. in there. <laughs> benediction. Yes, yes. That's that's exactly what it was. And 
You know, in clarity, guys, uh, I think we, as we said in the beginning, we explored the relationship between ideas, culture, uh, and things that shape how we think and live. And and since it's we, we've been having lots of conversations with Rich, uh, like off mic, I guess. And and this is a topic that we feel that it's actually changing our lives, and we are not willing to not to share. We're we're not willing to to just keep it to ourselves, you know in this moment and and i think from now on we're trying to shape this um uh venue that we have uh, with this uh platform that we have in an opportunity to to open our lives in in something that changed our lives and and something that i we are so sure that that can uh affect uh, for positively in, in in how you think and how you live it's not that we have it uh, we have the knowledge but we have the experience that um that is abundant abundance of life and 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 this is why we're uh, glad to have these conversations that will they'll continue and we're thank yes and we're we're thankful uh, thank you for giving us an opportunity of being part of your life for this episode stay tuned for more i'm ruben and i'm rich and this was clarity episode 33